Everybody, please put hey. a thumb in the air. Hey. Broad Street Hockey Radio Show. I guess that's what I normally say. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of Fun and Games for the evening. This is off to a great start already. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's not like we do this every week or anything. Uh, let's start over. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to Broad Street Hockey Radio. That's right, BSH Radio. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of Fun and Games for the evening. I guess there's still some things to talk about with this Flyers hockey team. We do have some news, Carter Hart, uh, some other things we can speculate on. So here we are doing a hockey show in the middle of August. Let's see how it goes. Let's get to the intros. Let's lead things off with Stephalicious D. Steph Driver. I think it's really funny how the human brain just forgets. Just <laughs> stuff, muscle memory, things that you do all the time. It's just like, wait. Is that actually how I watch TV? <laughs> Have you ever been staring at the TV and it's like, do I move my eyes or do I just stare at one <laughs> fixed point? Because I literally had this happen to me the other day, which... Did you eat an edible before? No. Okay. <laughs> I understand why one would think that. But no. I was just having a really hard time remembering how I watch TV. Hello, Among Us. Um, which apparently is something yeah. that Bill was struggling with this week because he's done that same intro the same way for roughly 30 years. Yeah, and we're on, <laughs> this is what, episode like 200 something? 318? And our first one was 79, I think. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're, we're, been we're, we're up been there. a while. <laughs> We're doing great. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes the brain doesn't doesn't work the way you want it to, but it is what it is. And now let's get to the fly by herself, Kelly Hinkle. So I'm pleased to announce that this morning I found out that I am uh, the world's number one Cam Atkinson fan. So that's what? new. All right. Yeah. I've decided I Over love her. Alex O'Connor from Columbus, because I don't know. Okay, number two. What's okay. number two? The song. Um, I watched that little Cam Atkinson hype video that the Flyers tweeted today, and he just seems like a delightful human being, like just like a, a nice man, which is, you know, odd for a hockey player. <laughs> it's those BC boys. They're just good kids. Yeah, just like a, a nice little short king hanging out with his family, getting pumped about gritty. Like, getting really excited about taking a tour of the Flyers' workout facility. It was just lovely. I've decided he's great. That's good. I'm, uh, yeah. I want people to be excited to be here. That's even yes. if they're just... Like I say, with uh, me and Charlie talk about Bryce Harper all the time. I know you're pandering to me, and I love it. I love it. Lay it, it. on thick. <laughs> yes. we're, an easy, we're an easy people, us sports fans, us Philadelphia fans. Tell us mm -hmm. we're great. 
and then yeah. just and then just go do your job at an acceptable level, and we'll exactly. like you a whole yeah. lot. It doesn't take much. It really doesn't. <laughs> Ava just popped up in front of the window in front of me, and I almost died of heart attack. <laughs> Jesus, is this what it is to have windows? People just sneak up. I on just you all saw the time? her walk by. That's so funny. <laughs> oh. I wish we were recording the video. Well. I met. I was going to, and then I was like, "Oh, it's just the three of yeah. us. We're not going to do anything entertaining." I didn't do my but, makeup today. Yeah, me neither. I'm literally right out of bed. So uh, I'm just, great. I'm just emotionally not really prepared for for something that begins tonight. Something that's a major part of my life. Uh, August twelfth, twenty twenty one, the final season of Brooklyn Nine Nine begins, and I haven't been able to sleep. I'm sorry I, for your loss, Bill. I just love this show so much, and now it's going away. Ten episode final season. <sighs> I'm going to have to find some other show to watch on repeat over and over again constantly. Might I suggest Bake Off? Well, I guess it's probably time for me to start watching it then, huh? Yeah. No, it's, it's, very, it's very well done. I realize people out there, oh, it's a network show. Uh, it's comedy. Listen, it's better than you think. That's what I'll tell you. There's no laugh track. All right. Um, I guess we can talk. Oh, speaking of shows, real quick, though. Uh, this Maple Leafs thing that they're do- the all or nothing. Did you guys see the trailer for this? I haven't seen the trailer. I did. But I keep seeing it referenced on Amazon Canada. Like, can we watch it here? Oh, that's a good question. I assume. I think it's going to be on Prime. I better be able to watch it here. Or me and Bezos are going to have a, a problem. <laughs> I think it's just absolutely hilarious that one, like right now, NFL Hard Knocks is airing. And that's like an immediate week to week thing. Like you see the show a couple of days after the shit goes down, like less than a week. And this was a documentary from last NHL season. Oh. And they chose to call it All or Nothing. When Ooh. we know the answer is nothing. It's nothing. Oh. And <laughs> oops. Will Arnett Will Arnett narrating, who is great, but Love him. he's the I've made a huge mistake guy. Like they've stumbled the league, the Maple Leafs, Amazon, whoever, has stumbled ass backwards into <laughs> one of the absolutely most brilliant ideas they've had since like the Winter Classic. <laughs> This is so fucking... I want to watch it just because it seems so dumb. (laughs) We know the outcome. The narrator, the name, it's all perfect. It's so NHL. And it's going to be so much build-up over the course of the entire season. And the whole time we're going to be like... Because we know what's going to (laughs) happen. And then they're just going to choke. This team, we're fine. I just can't wait for it. It's like, we're finally built for a run. We don't oh, run yeah. into Boston. Like, we're not going to run into Boston. Not this time. Oh, no. You nope. fucking lost to Montreal. I hope Mitch Marner is featured heavily and focused on as, like, a key part of the success of the Maple Leafs. Because he literally died in the playoffs. <laughs> just disappeared. Just, just, well. Nowhere to be found. Well, John Tavares literally died in the playoffs. Yeah. I meant yeah. figuratively yeah. died. <laughs> By literally, I meant figuratively. By literally, I meant not. Exactly. Literally. Yeah, precisely. 
But as you know, those in glass houses should throw stones because fuck it, nothing matters anyway. Yeah. Um, the Carter Hart contract. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, the Flyers, not yeah, a playoff I mean. team. Let's start things off here with the Carter Hart contract. Uh, three years, three point nine seven nine million. I guess he's paying tribute to his his jersey number. Like, were he they offering four? And he was like, no. I'll take 20, 21000 a year less. Absolutely. Is that what I'm supposed to take from this? Or 100%. were they offering... Why are they all so crazy? I don't know. Listen. They're all crazy. If this is what it takes, I'm fine with it. And, like, no, it's this not like... What it like, takes. didn't Connor McDavid do something like that, too? Where he was just like, no. I believe Make so. it my jersey number. It's like, uh, they're They're real weird. Yeah. And, you know, they save twenty one grand a year on the cap, which is nothing. Uh, you can't do anything with it, but it's something. Uh, I Like, I remember Jonathan Papelbon, when he signed with the Phillies, it was like $50 million and then just like $58 at the end. Just because, and it was, okay, whatever. Like, that's funny. I think that's funny. Putting it in the actual yeah. cap hit is weird. But he gets to go on cap friendly and see his jersey number, so that's cool, I guess. God bless. Can we take an aside for a second? Can you tell me what the hell is going on with the Phillies? I thought they were the the league's worst team, and now they're making the playoffs. Yeah, I Phillies Twitter is exhausting because oh. this happens. I feel like this happens every season. We're all season. All I see are tweets about how the Phillies are just garbage and yeah. they should be fired into the sun, mm-hmm. move the team, everything is bad, and then all of a sudden uh, the stadium's full and we're on a playoff run. Okay. Yeah. Eight-game winning streak, (laughs) eight-game winning streak coupled with the Mets falling apart, as they do, Uh, and the Phillies were in sole possession of first place in the division for a few days. Uh, Right now, they're playing the Dodgers, who are probably the best team in baseball, and uh, they've lost two in a row. So, not quite the same excitement, but basically, they're probably going to make the playoffs, because after this, they play a bunch more bad teams. So, like... But this week, it's a little, oh, things are bad again. And then in the next month, people are going to be all fired up again. I can't wait, honestly. Baseball. Baseball is just so awful. I love it so much. (laughs) Sports, man. (laughs) All right. Back to the Carter Hart deal. So it's $11.937 million total over the three years. He will still be a restricted free agent when the deal expires in the summer of 2024. Oh. Every Recording time. in progress. Got me. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought that this would be a fun show. Because yeah, we've it, done like three things now that I'm like, this would be good for TikTok. It might be. I'm sorry. You're fine. Uh, so we all know the story of Carter Hart so far. First two years in the league, he made 70 starts, 74 total appearances in the regular season, 915 save percentage, respectably positive goal save above average, goals against under 2.6. Generally regarded, league-wide, bright, up-and-comer, potentially tracked for stardom. And then he also had the 9-5, 2-2-3, with a pair of shutouts, bubble playoffs. Wow, we got our guy, franchise goaltender. Then last season happened. Uh, goals against approaching 4, 877 save percentage, 9 quality starts out of 25, and a goal save above average. Negative 22.6. Basically an abject disaster. 
the kid's young. We know this. Young goalies just don't make it in this league. His first two years were kind of like, oh, wow. Bit of a slump last year. Team-wide issues, pandemic, etc. We know all this. Now he's locked up for three years at almost $4 million a year. What is your confidence in Carter Hart and your reaction to the contract? Sky-high confidence in Carter Hart. Also, so like... I know it's a bit more money than people were expecting. Yeah. Because I think the nerds had him coming in at like three and a half. Yeah. And it's a little bit of term. Not a lot, but it's enough to say like, yes, we think that you are our goaltender. And if a little bit more money and a little bit of term is what Carter Hart needed to feel like a comfy, happy boy in the city of Philadelphia, then... That's what we needed to do because that's exactly what he needs. We learned last season that like mo- most goaltenders, he's a little bit uh, up in up in the head. So if we needed to give him a little confidence boost in order for us to ensure that he's going to be okay heading into next season, then that's what we needed to do. It's awesome. I agree with your general premise. Your face but I says reject otherwise. Yes. <laughs> just about everything else. Perfect. So- so yes good for carter hart i don't think that three years is a lot of term i mean he's a child not a lot of term so if we look at the other two contracts that got signed the same day almost one of them was one year the caps gave that to samsonov and then five years for what's his dick up in new york igor and both of those goaltenders are i mean you could compare them to carter hart carter hart's played more games and Um, he's considerably younger and yeah right so like it's kind of like dead in the middle i think that a lot of people after last season might have been comfortable with the idea of giving him like a one-year prove it like the capitals did i love that the flyers didn't do that me too because no. Everyone knows. Like, Carter Hart is here to stay. Carter Hart isn't going anywhere. Three years is fucking nothing when he's going to be the franchise goalie for the next 15 years. And to that point, like, if he gets the one year prove it and then really proves it, oh, suddenly in the same off, suddenly in the same offseason that Couturier and Giroux's deals are up, and we're going to get to them in a little bit, um, you're, what are you, giving Carter Hart the fucking Carey Price deal? Like, oh shit, he just won the Vezina, what do we do now? Like, just saying, this gives a little leeway here. If he's awesome, cool, he's locked up at a respectable number for two more years. If we still need to see more, it ain't that bad. Uh, The term, I will, like, when was the last time they gave any goalie three years? Was it, did Steve Mason sign a four? I think he got four, yeah. Like, because... Elliot has been on one or twos. Neuvert was like year to year, right? Who else has been our goalie? Mrazek I mean, we haven't came we and haven't had everyone. Good everyone has yeah. been yeah, our goalie. Yeah, we haven't had like a good goalie since Steve Mason. <sighs> what a time. Not really. Yeah. No, I mean. Briz got a million Neuvert years. was good when he was healthy, which was never. Never, right. <laughs> which was exactly. never. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah. I mean, they need this guy. They need this contract to work. Hopefully, it ends up being a bargain. It was like three nine seven nine, like four million. 
It's a little much, but like if he was gonna come in at three point five, let's say, what the fuck are they doing with that four hundred thousand? Like that's below league minimum. Yes, you back it every day. Give it to Carter Hart so he can live close to his friends. He needs to and he'll be give happy. him that four hundred grand so he can remodel that fucking basement he's living in. Yeah, or... he needs windows. Upgrade. Upgrade to windows. What? Can we... I, Steph, you were like me, totally lost on that whole video thing that we were getting tagged in. There were so many replies. I just muted it eventually. Um, but Kelly, you seem well, to I be in the conversation. What the fuck was going on there? So it was a... A young woman posted a TikTok um, that <laughs> featured... As the youths do. As the youths do, which I would, as an old counsel, maybe don't. Um, <laughs> that kind of featured pictures of her having gone back to Carter Hart's apartment. And she was trying on his goalie gloves. And you could kind of see a little bit of Carter Hart's apartment. And there was nary a window to be found. And I don't know. Bill's got a window. I've got some windows. Like, you know, you're a professional athlete. You make some money, this, maybe get some yeah. windows. But I mean, I like, I am... Um, I'm a podcaster. For the record, if you want to tag me in a post like that again, don't. I never <laughs> want to talk about the idea of Carter Hart or Annie Flyers bringing someone back to their apartment. Like, I just don't want to talk about it. It's none of my beeswax. I don't give a shit. Like, I but don't that's the... want to talk about it. She was like, had to be like nineteen. Like I'm not interested in talking about this portion of their lives. Something else. I just don't even understand the general premise of the TikTok itself. She was bragging. She was like she, well, like it was like, oh, I can't relate. Carter Hart smells like hockey boy. Okay. It was. It was very obviously like I just want. I wanted to brag a little bit. About having gone back to Carter Hart's apartment, which, like, if I were 19 and went back to Carter Hart's apartment, I'd probably want to brag about it, too, to my friends. Maybe not on the internet. Just saying. If I was 19 uh, and banged a professional athlete, I would have put it on the internet. <laughs> probably sure the full video. The internet. God bless. <laughs> I, I would, yeah. There would be more than just I went back to his apartment and tried on his goalie gloves. Steph would be doing the full, like, the Yager picture of, like, him sleeping <laughs> exactly. in the background. <laughs> there it is! <laughs> there it is. Uh, well, whatever. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're kids having fun. Yeah, uh, have honestly, fun Honestly, from what we've heard, what I keep saying about how the pandemic affected this team and, like, how this team is built is, like, older guys... And young kids, and like the older guys were missing their families, and the young kids just couldn't go out and get laid and have fun. And like, there's no one really in that middle area there on this team. If the young kid, this is positive to me. If they they're were having to, hot girl summer, out yeah. There. If they're able to get out there and get back to their, <laughs> they're able to get out there and get back to their normal lives. And like, remember, this is why you do this because it's a lot of work being great at something. You got to reap the benefits. Good for you, Carter Hart. Get out there, live your life, be a star athlete. So I think this is this is huge for his confidence, honestly. And that's my breakdown of this video that we spent way too much time talking about. Yes. Yeah, well, while we're off on a tangent, Shane Gossespierre and Gina Valentine got married this weekend. Oh, congrats, this past Ghost. weekend. Um, and I was I watching their social media because you know it's been speculated 
a lot that Ghost was an asshole and, and just not popular in the locker room. So I'm watching to see if any flyers show up. And it's Thursday and there are no flyers. And flyers are still all over the world and no one's talking about coming to New Jersey for this wedding. And then it's Friday and nobody's there. And then it's Saturday and things are still very quiet. And I'm like, wow, nobody likes ghost. Everyone, like nobody is attending his wedding. And then Saturday afternoon, I realized that I'd gone way overboard (gasps) and just bought into this theory that had absolutely no basis in reality because all of the flyers or former flyers that had just been traded were at the Gostas Bear wedding. I don't think I knew that. Oops. I I kind of got the impression that coaches hated him. I don't think I knew that players might have hated him too. Listen, I went overboard. All right. They were all there. Good for him. Samuel Moran brought a brunette. Is that weird? They're all they all date blondes. Oh yeah, true. They do. They do do that. There's a <laughs> they all date blondes. A very narrow mold. I've never recognized. Wag. <laughs> Samuel Moran brought a, a brunette. Travis Konechny was the shortest in all of the pictures, including the wags, the wives and girlfriends. He is about to be a father very soon, which is terrifying. Um, Nolan Patrick not there. Good. I'm trying to think. So Robert Haig, Samuel Moran, Travis Konechny, Travis Sanheim, Robert. Did I say Robert Haig? The youths were there. Who's the youths? Uh, There's someone else that I'm forgetting. Oh, Scott Lawton. Yeah, yeah, he was there. Just a big Phantoms wedding. Yeah. Yes. There was someone else that I'm forgetting that that they were over here. But... That's, you know. That's a good turn. This has been the personal lives of hockey players. (laughs) Way too long period of broadcast. Congrats to everyone for getting married, getting laid, having TikToks made about you. God bless. Way to go, Becoming fathers. All right. Back to- We're we're doing great. Back to heart. Oh, and speaking speaking of becoming fathers, Claude Giroux and Ryan had their second son. Good for them. Mazel. I forget his name already. I forget too. Little gritty. (laughs) Claude Jr. Claude Jr. Little, little, little Giroux. Claude. Little, little Giroux. It's Claude. Huge because there's already Gavin. Claude Jr. the third. Uh, <laughs> back to heart this year. Like, um, oh, yeah. what is reasonable to expect from Carter Hart? Like, he was the worst goalie in hockey last season. Now, granted, like, we know. The Flyers were bad. The defense was bad. Everything was bad. But... He was part of what made it bad. It wasn't just the play in front of him. The first two years in the league, like 9.15, 9.16 save percentage. Last year, 8.77. Like, are we expecting him to get back into that above-average territory? Are we expecting him to take that step step we expected last year into, like, very good goalie territory? Like, what is the next logical... What are we expecting from him? If we're being honest. I wrote down that he's so going to have I, a 918. So I'm going to say that here. Okay. 918. What I need from him is just to bounce back. I want to see a consistent season on par with his first year in the league. Just, I, I don't want to see fluctuation. I want to see c- consistency from Carter Hart. 
and solid goaltending. I don't need him to be the second coming this year. I just need him to bounce back. I think that's a guarantee. I'm going it's, a step further and saying that he's going to take a step forward. I think the consistency is the most important thing. Like, we know, like, numbers can fluctuate, and, like, we're reading, like, oh, Martin Jones, actually, he was good last year, but the team was so bad. Like, okay, I don't actually believe that, but I do understand the idea, like, you know, if you play well, but the defense in front of you is bad, your numbers won't look as good, so... Just Hart looking like an NHL number one goaltender, regardless of what the numbers are. That's the most important thing. Project three years ahead. It's the summer 2024. Hart's contract is up. What are we saying about him and what kind of deal is he getting then? He'll still have a year, I believe, of restricted free agency. Uh, so you'll be buying some of that and then his free agent years. Are we looking at a mega deal? Like, in three years, do we think he's going to become that goalie that we're hoping for? That guy? I think if we're looking at three good years of Carter Hart, then we need to expect, like, a monster, you know, eight-year, some absurd amount of money, Carey Price-style contract, because that's kind of what happens. Like, I, I personally don't think that you should sign any goaltender to a long-term contract ever because they don't make any sense and you really can't predict them. So, you know, they fall off at any time for no reason. Like, and like they coins can't... and knees, you know? Yeah. So like, I would like to hope that the Flyers don't lock themselves into someone for that long, but I think that you have to reasonably expect that that's what's going to happen because that's what happens. And hopefully... You know, if we get to that point and he has earned that kind of contract, like, that's things are going pretty good, so. And how old will he be in three years? 25? Mm, yes. 25 or 26. So, you know, an eight-year contract just brings him into his early to mid-30s, which is fine. Yeah, it's I'm not like you're signing him until he's 45 years no, old No, 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 yeah. Heart is... Hart turns 23 tomorrow, August 13th. Oh, happy oh, birthday, happy yeah. birthday oh, Carter. Yeah, August 13th, 1998. Jesus Christ, 1998. Yeah, no. Fuck Woo. you, Woo. Yeah. <laughs> So he'll be 23 <laughs> tomorrow. So, yeah, then, yeah, okay. So he'll be 26 when it expires and then eight years from there. Yeah, Maybe they will have raised the cap one or two million dollars by then. <laughs> <laughs> that's the uh, that's the other hope that I wanted to get to, especially with Giroux and Couturier when we talk about them next, is like, yeah, it's a tough pill to swallow now, like, really any amount of money is, but the cap hat, like, you just got 650 fucking million dollars from Seattle. You just got a TV contract. Two of them. There has to be, at some point, 81 and a half is just goddamn silly. Like, I uh, so don't trust these no, owners I, to stop crying yeah. poor at any moment. No, and so. I don't trust the players to actually negotiate in their own favor. Like, no. we're talking about Carter Hart. Like, would they have given him $4 million if he didn't want his jersey number? Like, so, <laughs> they're all fucking weirdos. Uh, but, <laughs> 
I, I, like, projecting ahead, do you, like, that's my thing now when I project ahead is this season, this season doesn't shake my confidence in the idea that Hart can bounce back and be a good number one, but it does kind of lower his ceiling for me. And, like, the ceiling was Lundqvist, you know? The ceiling was best goalie in the league. Seeing that he has these sorts of droughts in him, and we've seen him have cold streaks before. This one just happened to last an entire, albeit abbreviated, season. Kind of, I think it lowers that ceiling a little bit for me. I mean, honestly, expecting him to be the best goalie in the league is probably foolish anyway. Sure. Like, locking yourself into that kind of expectation about any player, you're just going to get yourself in trouble, like, mentally. Expecting the the best goalie in the league to, on any given year, be the best goalie in the league. Like, Harry Price has sucked for two years, and then he just led a team to the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, he just decided. Like, okay. Now's a good time to turn it on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't, maybe it's foolish of me, but, like, I, I don't factor last season like heavily weighted into what I think he's going to be as a goaltender just because it was such a perfect storm of bullshit that of just shit and suck it's just not like that's not going to be repeated hopefully ever in the rest of his career like we're not going to have a locked down half bubble pandemic season with no practice where half the team got a very difficult to overcome virus that affects performance i just it was just such a a weird aberration of a season that i'm just not super worried about it being like a thing that might happen with him because this is a thing that he does like will he have cold snaps three or four games probably yeah i mean but you know it ain't gonna be like this it's not funny like It's, it's not funny it's actually tragically depressing but when you're saying, Kelly, like, oh, but that, you know, this crazy shit, I'm just picturing the my fall plans yeah. slash Delta <laughs> variant me. Yes. You're right. Yeah. Shouldn't have but said no, it out loud. Yeah. No, but like, <laughs> point taken. And like, it was that perfect shit storm. And it would be one thing if, you know, the team was good and he just sucked. But like, Fucking Ivan Provorov sucked. Travis Konechny sucked. Like, a bunch of guys we thought were good. It wasn't just him. Like, uh-huh. Kevin Hayes now turned, like, maybe Kevin Hayes. It was the uh, sports hernia, core muscle injury, whatever the hell you want to call it. Like, but uh, Kevin Hayes, he was the toast of the town 12 months ago. And this year, it was like, he ain't even fucking trying out there. I was like, okay, well, now I understand. He had a, a tear in his abs, so that makes sense. Hmm. But since it was... <laughs> I thought you were going to say tear in his ass. No. <laughs> Maybe it went, maybe maybe it got that far down, like you know, like straight down. Who knows? Uh, but we brought in all of his best friends to help yeah. tear his. Johnny Hockey's coming. We, we, we got. It. I saw. I I wish I remembered who tweeted it, but uh, somebody was like, "Now that we're bringing in all these BC guys, it's it's really just." A collection of people who've seen Kevin Hayes take a shit in a stairwell. (laughs) (laughs) I I remember seeing that, and it was, in fact, absolutely funny. And I was like, oh. (laughs) 
College sports must be so much goddamn fun. Like, to everyone else, they must be the most annoying people in the world, but they are having a great fucking time. Yes, they are. <laughs> I forgot that story yeah. for like a second. All right. uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back, talk a little G and Coots. And then, uh, do I have something else? Oh, yeah, just, well, we'll see if we even get to that. All right, quick break, and we'll be back. All right, fam, we are back, and uh, we're going to talk about some... What's up, Steph? You're making a face already. Did we make one bullet point last a half hour? Yeah, that That's was how my we plan. Do. That was... God, we're professional. My plan was to just bullshit through, basically, this... Uh, we don't have Dad here. Telling us, you know, oh, we can't talk about this. I love you, Chuck. I'm just kidding. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, Drew and Couturier, their contracts, as we know, expire after this coming season. Flyers right now have a little over $4 million in cap space, still need to sign Travis Sanheim. So unless the cap goes up, man, it's going to be tight. Like, there's... There's some shit. However, after this season, Albe Kubel, Frost, Farabee, Jackson Cates, Tanner Lazinski, and Samuel Moran are all restricted free agents. And, of course, Martin Jones, Keith Yandel, Justin Braun, Rasmus Ristolainen, and the great Nate Thompson all joined G and Couturier as unrestricted free agents. So, assuming the cap does stay flat, they're still looking at like thirty-three million and a bunch of roster spots if remaking the team is like something they choose to do. And to the point earlier about cost certainty with um, Carter Hart, you see all this, and there's a lot of moving pieces. At least Hart's taken care of for the time being. That's not something you have to factor in. Like, oh, we either have to look for a goalie or we have to sign him to a huge deal. Nope, he's signed. Little under four million. That's taken care of. I just want to know, they haven't been re-signed yet, and they're eligible for extensions as of the start of free agency. Uh, does it benefit both sides to kind of just wait, uh, you know, maybe the last few weeks of the season, or the week or two right before free agency? Like, see what the team is, see what a reasonable... Like, listen, if this team sucks again, one, why would Giroux want to come back? Two, why the fuck would we make it, you know, a potentially six to eight million dollar investment in a 30, how old am I? 34 year old athlete. Like, it's a reasonable question. Same goes for Couturier. Like, eh, you, I don't want to trade him. I think it's asinine to think about trading him. But fuck, if the team's no good, he's a number one center on the open market. You could get a lot for him on a so pretty cheap deal at the trade deadline. Oh, I think it makes all of the sense in the world to sign these two as quickly as possible because in the shit of last year, they were two of the guys that were actually performing mm -hmm. and actually playing hockey. I don't know what the other dudes were doing, but these guys were playing hockey. Um, And let's try and head off whatever monster season they're about to have next year. Because the whole team is clicking. So I would want to get them re-signed as quickly as possible. For them, I can see why they would want a full year 
with a better team under better circumstances before they sign. Claude Giroux, maybe not, because he has said that he wants to remain here for the entirety of his career, just had two kids. Like, I could see why he might just want to get this done, doesn't want to deal with it. Sean Couturier might want to wait a little bit longer. Maybe he'll be in the Selkie conversation again this season. Maybe you made a face. No, I'm just, I'm thinking like, I I feel like Sean Couturier, his price is kind of like, I don't, unless he has like a 50 goal season or something, I kind of just, he's going to get what he's going to get. I don't really think it's depending on this year's production. Like, he is, he'll be 29 in December. Um, He's a number one center hitting free agency who scores 30 goals a year in a normal season. Um, I I don't see, like, unless he gets hurt, like, blows out his knee and misses half the season or scores 50 goals, like, extreme, extreme outcomes, I don't think, like, a big year from him changes what he gets, you know, because... He's, That's fair. He's going to get the big raise because he's been making yeah. this fucking awesome deal for so long. He's going to get the big raise. He might get basically what Giroux's getting right now, that eight-plus range. Um, the Giroux thing, it is kind of... If he wants to get it done, get it done. I just... Man, I- I've been saying for like two years, looking ahead to this, you know, to this situation with Couturier and Giroux, ah, oh, they'll just swap cap hits, you know? It'll be like nine and five. Boom. Problem solved. I expected one, the Flyers to just be in better position uh, for G to like want to take a team friendly deal. And two, I kind of expected Giroux to like not be one of the team's two best players at this point anymore. But as of right now, and like we, I said this last week, maybe Ryan Ellis, maybe Carter Hart steps up, but... As of right now, I'm operating under the assumption Giroux and Couturier are the team's two best players. How do you sign him for five million? Like it, it would require him to take a discount. Like that's yeah. really the end of it. It's it. If he wants to stay here, he'll probably have to take a discount unless the Flyers end up doing some kind of crazy trades somewhere. Um, and it's, I think, like you said, Bill, it's it's gonna depend on what this year looks like like if this is a really good year and it really seems like they're close i think he might end up taking a discount because i think at the end of the day he would want to win a cup here if they look like garbage you know maybe he's like "Eh, you know maybe i can get signed with the avalanche for a discount you know what i mean like if i'm gonna take a discount if i'm gonna take a discount yeah why would it be with this team that wasted my fucking prime and (laughs) you know like I, you know how I, these idiots get loyal, though. Yeah, they're they're weirdly loyal. Like it's mm-hmm. we. I always try to approach it like basketball, and it's never that. Like it's never I'm going to the best team and making the most money. It's like actually I'm going to do neither. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stay with this shit team, and I'm going to take less than I'd get on the open market. But yeah. whatever. Uh, so G is yeah, he's January of '88, so he'll be 34 in January. I want to know. Now, you know, he's aged pretty goddamn well to this point. Uh, he's played through injuries. He's overcome some setbacks. And got, he's the longest tenured captain in franchise history. All this shit we know about Giroux, his value is not just his production on the ice. He has intangible value. Now, Kelly especially, because you want everybody in the league on two-year contracts. 
in trying to think of a way to keep his cap hit down, the only thing I can think of is fucking term. Would you give him, say, seven or eight years if it's like five million dollars? I... If the Flyers are close, like at the... When we get to the, you know, the deadline of this season, if we're looking at this team like, oh, fuck, like they really could. Like they really, really could. Yeah. I probably would be fine with it because like. Because I don't care about eight years from now. Exactly. Like that's for future whoever the general manager is and for future Kelly to complain about. Like I don't give a shit. If keeping Claude Drew means signing him for eight years, then okay. Deal with what happens later. Um. I honestly thinking about it now, I probably would just do it anyway, to be honest. Like if he wants to stay here, having him around is better than not. So if you have to deal with like a shit contract in four years, then whatever, figure it out. That's what you get paid for. Yeah, I'm trying to think about all of the downsides. Like why wouldn't I do this? Okay, he gets injured and we he can't complete the end of the contract. Well, that's what LTIR is. For. I mean, not even injured. It's like, fine. even if he's not, in, like, the likelihood that he would be worth $5 million in seven years is, like, extremely unlikely. Right. But. But for the first half, if he's. The cap, if, yeah. if the cap is still $81 million <laughs> in five years, we have got a whole other host of problems no, to deal that, with. That means, the fucking league, that means the fucking league folded. Like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, there's some other league we're watching G in Germany again, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I, oh, what what were they? The something Berlin, ice, like, it's, it's, it was like ice the polar Baron. bears, like yeah, ice bears something like or something. That. Yeah. Oh, love it. That was fun. Bring me more ice bears. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost bears and ice bears, just all of it. All the bears. Yeah, but yeah, like I'm not. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know why I wouldn't do it. Because he is so important to this team. We all want to see him retire as a flyer. I, the only thought in my head is, well, if we're not going to win a cup during his tenure, set him free so he can go win a cup. Yeah, that's the thing. I want him to get a cup. Right. But... You know, I think that's a conversation for a later time. But you could that's always, right like, even if you sign him, you can always, you know, chemo team in him. Yeah. Off to a team that's going to win for, you know, practically nothing. And then he can retire. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I don't think that there's, I'm, I've been going through the downsides in my head. Definitely not. I don't think that there's a reason to not sign Giroux to a long-term contract to keep the cap hit manageable. Yeah. That's that's the asterisk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not saying sign him to an eight-year deal at eight million. No, God, no. Sign him long-term to keep the cap hit manageable. Do it. See, I- I've said this before, but I have no desire to see Claude Giroux win a Stanley Cup unless it's as the captain of the Philadelphia Flyers. We're in, we're in this marriage until the fucking kids, until the kids graduate, man. He's stuck with me and I'm stuck with him. We're going to win together or die fucking trying. So like, that's, I want to keep him here just because the image of him lifting the cup in some other sweater could kill me. I, I saw Mike Richards do it. Oh, that would be. No, and I love like Mike, like 
I, I would need medical my, attention after that. My appreciation and love for Mike Richards knows no bounds, but we have just been with G for so long now. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's, he played his first game here in, what, 07, 08? Those two mm-hmm. emergency call-ups? Like, uh, he's been we around... We grew up together. Yeah, no, he's... He's, he's Bobby days, Clark. He's I mean, 10 days, yeah, he's 10 days older than my wife. Like, we're the same age. You know, like, uh, yeah. he's, I can't watch him go somewhere else. I want to sign him long-term, one, to keep the cap hit down, and two, to ensure I never have to live through him in a fucking Maple Leaf sweater or something. Like, oh my God. We would have to have a watch party, like, in the emergency room. <laughs> <laughs> What's the room called where you <laughs> smash like- things? <laughs> that one. What was the that? The room where you smash things at the Farg. What's that room called? Oh, the disassembly uh, the, room. The disassembly yeah. room. We'd have or to go in the there fuck? and just the spectrum room. Hit things while we weep and console each other. The room where violence. you smash things would be my fucking living room if that <laughs> happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Like I would. I would sincerely not be okay watching Claude Giroux lift a cup with another team. I would. I. I would need the paddles. I would need. You know the. I would be okay with it only what is because it? The, the 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 machines that they were giving away to kids, but only if the Flyers won a game later. There it is. The emergency paddles to save lives, but only if the Flyers score in overtime, which they oh, never did. The Flyers. Um. Oh, because here's the thing. I'm sorry. What, what was that? You don't remember that? Oh, the that was a fucking thing. The Flyers were doing a promotion for quite a long time. I forget what they called it, but if the Flyers scored in overtime, they donated a, defi- a defibrillator to a local school. And it's like, why would you tie those things together? Why don't you just give it to And them? it was like a season where they were particularly awful. They never awful. won in overtime. And they, it was like, why are you killing so these kids? Like, Sorry, why are you pacing? Oh, man. I totally... I Hope no one has that. a heart attack at school this year because the Flyers fucking blow. Because you're <laughs> counting on the Flyers and it is just not going to work. Yeah, well, I think they ended up changing it. So it's like anytime the Flyers go to overtime, we're donating a defibrillator. Maybe maybe just buy a defibrillator like for all the schools. Just do it. Like, let's not tie it to the Flyers winning. I pay you a lot of money. Yeah, maybe Comcast, maybe Comcast could afford literally anything. Like literally anything. (laughs) Like. All they could it. buy. Just please save the children could, and do not rely they could plate on all of the schools in gold. If they, they could to. just, they could just buy the country. Like yeah, if yeah. Comcast was seriously interested in running the government, they could just buy the country. They probably, they probably have. They, yeah, parts. I'm sure them and Bezos have some sort mm-hmm. of deal. Yeah. Is there, a, is there any sort of stopping point with a Couturier contract? Like, I'm what thinking, do you mean? I'm thinking basically what G makes, maybe the eight and a half, nine. What if he wants Jonathan Taves money? So here's the problem with Couturier. Jonathan Taves make ten and a half. The problem with Couturier is that it all kind of depends on what he wants because the fact of the matter, like we've seen what happens when even a middling center hits the free agent market. Like he would get paid if he went to free agency without question by a good team. I don't know, but like what did Matt Duchesne end up getting the year that we signed Kevin Hayes? Eight and a half. It was like some obscene amount of money and he's dog shit. Like Sean Couturier would get, he would probably pull at least nine and a half 
10, considering what people are signing for now. In free agency, I just think that people go apeshit for a center in free agency, and he's pretty much like a a sure thing. So I could see a team really paying him. So if it kind of just depends, like, if he is considering his own best interest, he will hit the open market and make a fuck ton of money. If he's a hockey player, he will take a discount to stay with the Flyers. Hopefully it's the second one. Because I would like him to stay. Sean Couturier is another one that was at the ghost wedding. Does he want to go play with Shane Gostisbehere in Arizona for Jonathan Taves' money? Because he's not going to sniff a cup out there. Nope. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I mean, and are they look what spend it? <laughs> fucking Hamilton took all of the money to go to New Jersey. Like, cool, buddy. Have fun. Douglas. Bad call. But, um. Fucking Mr. Arts and Culture living in Newark. God, I hope that I don't eat my words saying that out loud i know they're gonna like win a cup <laughs> no mm-mm. i refuse to believe they're gonna be good anyway no that can't no. happen again it they, can't they happen. had their little uh, no. no the league can't allow it again mm-mm. it's not gonna happen no. anyway sean couturier could make sean a fuck ton of money if he chooses to but it all depends on what he wants to do because the flyers can't give it to him like does he want to go rot in edmonton or like, wh- where, what team could pay him what the Flyers could and also be in a position where he could win a cup before that contract I don't know. expires? Everyone wants to play in Chicago, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. I haven't I... done the necessary research, and I never will. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't done any research. To figure out which research. teams will have money next free agent season. I have no idea. Charlotte, um, probably no. Charlie would definitely know, so he can tell us next week. Yes. Um, I, I would I would pay him whatever he wants. I don't care. He's a 1C. He's a 1C with one Selkie trophy already under his belt. Yeah, but we can't. Like, we can't give him Jonathan whatever Taves' he wants. money. Give him Jonathan Taves' we money. Can't. If it means not re-signing Nicholas Aube-Kubel, fine. I mean, yeah, you can make up, you know, nickels and dimes getting rid of shit bottom sixers, but I don't know if we could make up enough to keep Drew to have money for Carter Hart to give him Jonathan Taves money. You just fucking know they're going to re-sign Rasmus Sushtalainen. I don't know. Yeah, they may not. They're gonna. They gave up a first round pick for him and he already makes a him. shit ton. Like, Actually shocked he's not been re-signed yet to be quite honest. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> they're totally going to do it. You know what? That's a great point. I'm a little shocked by that as well. Imagine if they they're don't. Gonna, they're going to get probably, G and Couturier re-signed, and then it'll be risk I, I can guarantee that they probably had like a little bit of a, like, a you'll sign here, right? And he was like, oh, yeah, sure. I've been stuck in Buffalo for my entire career. I will sign wherever you want me to. And they were like, okay, we'll do it later. When's our first game with the Caps? He beats the shit out of Tom Wilson. He gets the contract that night. League max. They, they have it wait- <laughs> <laughs> they they have it waiting for him, like, in the locker room in between periods. <laughs> yeah. Sign 100%. it. 100%. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, God. All right. Um, real quick, I saw a tweet from BSH today, uh, and it was a story oh, that like went that up on the website. website. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, I, it was a tweet from BSH, and it was a story that went up on the website, and it was Eric Gustafson's season review. Uh, and they they said Eric Gustafson joins the Johnny Oduya Hall of Shame, <laughs> and I gotta say Gustafson, while that signing was, I mean, dog shit. 
Like they gave him three million dollars, three to suck, and then like had to cover half of his cap hit to get a future seventh to get rid of him. And then the team they traded him to went to the Stanley Cup final, of course. Anyway, uh, nothing still compares to Johnny Oduya's one 12-minute stint in Orange and Black. Like, nothing will ever beat Johnny Oduya's 12-22 time on ice, one shot on goal, one hit, one block, and minus one after Barkov just fucking out, just undressed him. Uh, and then, of course, Oduya was later injured in the game and uh, never returned to the NHL ice. <laughs> he did his best. <laughs> and my, favorite, his career. my favorite part of this was I was trying to find the highlight of him getting walked uh, in that game against the Panthers. And what I came across was an article on Broad Street Hockey from July 4th, 2018, written by our very own Stephanie Driver. <laughs> And it was the Johnny Oduya player review, and I'm going to read it in its entirety. LOL, he played one game for the Flyers. We will not be reviewing his season. Best of luck with the rest of your career, Johnny Oduya. Happy Independence Day to our American friends. (laughs) A masterpiece. (laughs) And I wanted to point this out because just last week, Kelly said Steph isn't a content producer. Oh, and here, here we have content. Suck it, Hinkle! Brilliant words. content. Not even <laughs> just content. <laughs> yeah. Suck it, Hinkle! Uh, and that was I my... Transforming that was... into a corn cob. <laughs> uh, and that's, uh, that's all I have. Do we have anything else to do? <laughs> no. Oh, God. I already did my run-through of what the Flyers are up to this off-season, so... <sighs> no. The Giroux baby's name is Palmer. There I did is. look that up. When's our tailgate party? Like Arnold Palmer? Yes. Like Arnold Palmer, yes. Okay. Um, September 25th, so we've got some time. I am working with the Flyers to do something for the home opener, so stick around for it's that, but Friday, I won't folks. know more. Can you, but like, at home on a Friday night, it's gonna be lit. It's the, I'm trying to get the assembly room for us. They're not. They're not. I mean, we'll see. They're not in Europe on the middle of a Wednesday, right? Uh, they're not in California. They're not in California, California on a Tuesday night, like <sighs> at home. We're gonna, we're gonna do this the fuck up. Uh, it is going I'm, to be rocking. I'm I'm pumped. I'm really really looking forward to this season. I'm um so excited. We'll do. We'll we'll announce more once I actually have plans, but. Know that we will be doing the Philly tailgate game September 25th, so block that off. And the home opener, I don't know what the day is, um, but... October something. Right. I think both Kelly and Bill are Googling it right now, so... No, neither one of them are. Great. Great. So, Mm -hmm. whatever the home opener is, we will be doing something. Take the whole day off work. Travel to Philadelphia because it's going to be a full day event. I'm I'm trying to say we're all vaccinated and it's safe now, but that's not necessarily true. Some of us are vaccinated and it's kind of safe now, but we will be doing something all day for the Flyers home opener. So 
stay tuned for that. Just prepare. Cross off those days on your calendar. You are busy with Broad Street Hockey. It's true. And if you're not... And, sorry, I want to do um, another Quizzo-type game before the off-season comes to an end. Into it. So, that was fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been jotting down ideas for my own Jeopardy round. So, again, stay tuned for that um, maybe late August, early September. Excellent. Awesome. All right. And of course, uh, I have an announcement. If you are uh, listening to this, like, in the first couple of hours it's released, first of all, thank you. You're one of the hardcores. We always appreciate. I love seeing the downloads right away. I like know. Someone, was, someone yeah. was anticipating listening to this. Uh, so if you're one of those people uh, and you have nothing to do between 2 a.m. and 5.30 a.m. on Friday, what would it be, August 13th? Uh, I'll be hosting the overnight show on WIP. Your boy's getting his first shift. Yes! Uh, I hope it's not an abject disaster. I, I hope you all listen to me. Uh, it'll be a good time. There's an Eagles game tonight, a, F- a Phillies game tonight. So there's shit going on to talk about. And of course, you know, everyone complains. Oh, they never talk hockey. Well, Bill's fucking hosting. So guess what? The director of that's fun and right. games. If you want to talk flyers, I won't hang up on you. All right. Yeah. That's it. Uh, my, Wait, what time again? Uh, two. 2 to 5.30 a.m. tonight, tomorrow morning, whatever you want to call it. Okay. All right. So that is all the time we have for you on Broad Street Hockey. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you for hanging out. If you haven't already, you got to hit that fucking subscribe button. Do it. Hit subscribe. Download the podcast every week. And Fly Purbly and all the other shit we put out. There's so much. You'll really enjoy it. I promise. Just do it. That's a guarantee. All right. My name is Bill Matz. For Kelly, for Steph, have a great week, everybody. Are you ready to talk about sports? Yeah!